This is MMA Love. Love from America. Our show in English and Swiss English. I am Matt, the voice and the conscience of the MMA fan in Central Europe. <laughs> With me is your favorite Luke. Of, out of all of the Lukes. He's from Seattle. He watches all them fights. He is your transatlantic friend. Uh, Hello. Together we bring you Love from America, an MMA podcast for the hardest of hardcore fans. This is the All Heart episode. Luke, yeah. why are we doing this today? Yeah, yeah. we're doing this because, because we love MMA so much, we will watch a fight card that loses 10 fights, like five in the last week before the event, and then we'll still find an hour's worth of content to talk about. <laughs> I, when when you told me that this this fight card lost uh, around ten fights before it actually happened, I was like, no 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 no, I did a list, and then I, I went through my list. I, I was about four, and these four fights that they just fell out during this fight week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like four or five in a week. Yeah, like the, it was like it was cursed. Like like Jimmy Flick retired, and it just cursed the entire card, and everyone just started dropping off. I'm not sure what actually cursed this card, but there were so mu- so many things happening in the in the world of MMA that curses could have <laughs> manifested. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> from yeah. a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But um, yeah, it, it still um, it it was a it was a fight card. I mean, it didn't disappoint, but it also wowed us. I think there were things that wowed me. Okay. That, oh my god. There were things that. Things that made me uh, kind of like happy to see and, and happy to happy to know a fighter. So what we do what we'll do today is we'll we'll break down UFC Fight Night Waterson versus Rodriguez, and then we'll go into PFL. That is um, PFL three. That is a card that wowed me. <laughs> um, we'll have some Bellator talk because friend of the show. We've um, been <laughs> friend of the show Benjamin Brando said if we hate on this Bellator. He will basically file complaints wherever he can. Listen, I will, I will not, I will not hate on a single thing about this Bellator. You will only hear love from me, of course. Matt. I cannot speak for. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm a bit afraid that I, I might get punished if I hate, <laughs> if I hate on it. Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some gossip. Maybe the best gossip in years. It, it's, it's, it's always as a disclaimer. Gossip can be sad too. <laughs> and we're not making fun of, of actual problems there, but it's just like it's part of the MMA circus, and so we have to go into. Oh, let's you're start. Really do this to me. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. The beginning of the end <laughs> was fight night. Uh, UFC fight night. Watson versus Rodriguez at the UFC Apex. Um, give me your give me give me some of the impressions of this of this night. What 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 did I you like? I couldn't figure out for a week or 10 days or whatever it was they were trying to get Watterson on the main card and i couldn't figure out why because it's not it's not the it's not the fight on the card that i would make the main event i think we if got it I wanted to have if i wanted to just have have a popular and action fighter on the main event i would have picked cowboy honestly or even uh gregor and put him over on the main event and instead, I kept we kept hearing the rumor. Well, it's going to be Watterson versus Rodriguez. They're just got to get it done. They just got to get it signed. They just got to do this and that. And it ended up being two 
strawweight fighters fighting at flyweight for five rounds. The first time Rodriguez had gone five rounds, and I couldn't figure out why. And then finally yesterday, I realized, oh, it's fight mom. Yeah, I mean, it's Mother's Day. I mean, listen, it's Mother's Day today. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day to fight mom. Sorry about that. (laughs) uh, Just beating you took over four out of five rounds, but listen. I mean, there is a reason. There has to be a social media bot reason. I'm 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 putting on my Diego Sanchez hat right away. There has to be a reason that she is on the top of this card, that she's headlining a card. It can't be because of her fighting skills. And I'm saying that straight straight out. And I, the worst of Michelle Watterson was on display this, in this fight too. And nobody should have been surprised. I, I For a moment, I thought we, we're, we're getting this all wrong. Um, and it was actually to showcase Rodriguez. But Yeah, I mean, but. it's not... <laughs> So, it showcased Rodriguez for me, for sure, because she got kicked in the face and her jaw broke in the fifth, mm-hmm. I think, and she fought through it, like, like no-sold it, and I was like, oh my god. Is that, is that actually confirmed? And, is that... Well, let me put it this way. It's not, it couldn't have been, it, it, it wasn't like, like, uh, when Mac Desi got his jaw broken by Cowboy, but it it immediately started swollen up. And then in the broadcast, they said, Hey, they, we've been told that we can't do the post fight interview with the winner because of the jawbone protrusion. <laughs> I was just like, fuck. What a nice, the, what a nice word. Jawbone protrusion. So she's got a jawbone sticking into her mouth right now. Great. I mean, listen, the jawbone protrusion is a, a that I like it. I mean, that is a, that Sounds is a good serious. description. Yeah, so so yeah, th- this fight was made the the main event after one of several other bouts fell out. It was actually supposed to be Corey Sandhagen mm-hmm. um, competing against the comeback fighter, <laughs> like let's like say the comeback of T- TJ Dillashaw, but uh, we didn't get that one. I think that was post- postponed to two two or three weeks in in the future. Uh, yeah, I mean TJ had a. TJ got a pretty big cut off an accidental headbutt in training, so I don't know how fast that heals or what the deal with that is, but uh, hopefully it, he, he lets it heal all the way so it doesn't just get opened back up in a fight. Yeah, so we get um, we got a I mean we got a, a pretty standard kind of boring fight. I mean, after what I feared the most is that Michelle Watson would take down Marina Rodriguez, and she did. Um, I think yep. she, she, she attempted she, about she five or six takes down, takedowns, and then she she took her down and she controlled it for like f- four minutes. <laughs> yep, that was the that was the fourth round. That was the round she won, uh, just laying on top, not yep. doing a ton. Didn't couldn't get to the choke. So the real danger, and I need to ask you how dangerous this really is, because a lot of hay is made about it. But uh, uh, Waterson. Doing the uh, knee stomp, the knee, the the side, the side kick stomp to the knee, the front, the front stomp to the knee. Yeah, oblique, the oblique kick. Rodrig- yes. How dangerous <laughs> is that? Because it did not, it did actually knock Rodrigue down once, and she kind of like, kind of like gave a little blink, blink, like what happened to me just now, and make Look, sure there, my knee is okay. There is two answers to this question. There is an answer of a guy fucking up his knees three times and having two surgeries. 
this guy thinks it's fucking it's fucking illegal to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there is these statistics um, which actually tell us that there is not a recorded, let's say like that, a recorded injury happening after an oblique kick. And oblique kicks actually, they, they lost a bit of their popularity after calf kicks were invented. Yes, that's true. I was telling John Kavanaugh about it. Um, so, I mean, I think they're quite dangerous. And I think they, but they also do work. I mean, what is what isn't dangerous? What, what these fucks doing in there? So, but the, well, it kept it certainly kept Rodriguez back. But if I, I was kind of like like if you're Michelle, don't you kind of want to get her in closer so you can take her down again and try to steal rounds from her that way? Because she has no, she has nothing on the ground. If she can't no. get up with a with a with a fighter that's ten or fifteen pounds lighter on the ground. You know, she's, she's, she, we know where she has to work and the blueprint for beating her is there. Just a small, um, a small thing for the, for the bleak kicks. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to a fighter, like a dude who really knows, but I think the good thing about the oblique kick is that it's, it's not dangerous for you to throw. Yeah. Unlike the calf kick or the, or the low kick. So I think it's a good weapon yep. to, to keep your opponent at bay, to, Put him off his rhythm yeah. and to stop um, him or, or her moving in. So I I do I do like yep. the oblique kick as long as it's not thrown against me. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's uh I think it worked really well in this fight to interrupt. It didn't yeah. uh, work enough because Marina clearly won rounds one two three and five. Yes. Do not believe Dominic Cruz. It's not a close fight. No, it's not hard to judge. Not um, at all. And- it's important, but it, it, it's really important to remember that uh, that fight mom was an Invicta champion, but she was an Invicta champion at yes, 125 pounds. Not 125 pounds. So yeah, that's that's basically the main event. Don't have to talk much about it. I, I was expecting a bit more of Rodriguez if I'd um, participated in the participated in the Pick'em group we have. I would have picked Rodriguez, but I mean, yeah, that fight just happened and we'll, we can all forget about it. But, my good friend, there was actually some good fights on this card. You want to talk about the best fight or you want to just run it down? I want to talk, talk about, about the best. I might be in love. Yes, me too. Which is dangerous because I tend to, I tend to fall in love with people and then find out who they really are. But I might be in love. Just we can be in, in love with Gregor Gillespie. Um, and I can be in love with one aspect of Gregor Gillespie. Yes, his fighting. Oh my God! First, first, what we have to say about about uh, Gregor Gillespie put, uh, getting um, basically fucked over by Ferreira um, because that dude missed weight for about I think it was five pounds. Yeah, he came in at like one sixty and a half, and he he was a big dude. Big, mm-hmm. way, way bigger than Gillespie. Yep, but he was. Th- but then, what happened, Luke? Tell tell the listeners what happened. Gregor got a little wobbled at times in the first. And oh my god! As did the, he? As the first goes on, and as the second starts, just out. <laughs> he, he's it, some uh, someone. I think said like something like, you know, wrestlers, wrestlers don't get tired. Like it's just, it's just how they've trained their whole lives to just not get tired. Just mentally, like they tell their body, we're not tired until we're done. 
and he came back. He looked like he was done in the first. He came back out in the second and just beat Ferreira to position after position after position. But Luke, Chain wrestled him. Luke, you're to, getting you're getting it all wrong. It what was, happened? It was all heart. No skills, no <laughs> conditioning, no training. It was all heart. No, no, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> it's not heart. It is the fact he's a all wrestler heart. and he can trick his body. No. It's all heart. I thought the the only all heart thing is Rebus's gif that I like to post. Oh my god! Uh, we we the, missed that fight too. Yeah, Greg Gillespie. Please continue. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. It's it there. It's the per, it's the best kind of wrestling in MMA. It is exciting. It is scrambling. Ferreira is a black belt, I believe, in jujitsu. He's trying to initiate scrambles and get out and throw things up to try to to try to to try to interrupt Gregor and Gregor is beating him again and again and again and again to position and just breaks him, stretches him out and gets a TKO win. I was a little bummed. I was a bit and slow again, for that one, but it's 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 really an again and again and again fight. Is so good and yeah. it's and it it is it it is the only thing I, I i picked a submission and he got the tko he stretched him out and just threw until the ref stopped it it was awesome yeah that he, i will watch it that is another one that i will watch again this week is just yes fantastic fun i and highly yeah i highly highly recommend anybody listening to this and i know that some people are <laughs> watch this fight watch this fight <clears throat> yep. Steal it from the internet, download it to your to your hard drive, and whenever you want to, whenever you have friends around and they don't know what MMA is and what good MMA looks like, I think this is one of the fights you can show them, um, yeah. because it was it was such a good combination of of all the things that make MMA great. Um, it this was is the this is this is is this is the one that I will use going forward for. The, I I hate the wrestling. I hate the grappling. Yeah, please, please this show the the, the wrestle haters need to see this because that is that is one of the very best fights I think I have ever seen. Mixing stuff together, like it was it wasn't just the wrestling; it was the scrambling. It was this the made a couple lists for you. Yes, it made two lists. It, ma it made my yeah. fight of the year list and my performance of the year list. Performance of the year because of Gregor Gillespie. I think I mean he got badly KO'd last time against Kevin Lee and. Look, Kevin Lee is, if he's on, that dude might be the best fighter to never get it get it done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was a bit unlucky that, that that can happen. His comeback against a much bigger opponent. I mean, even the striking of Gregor Gillespie looked very, very good. He was, he was actually combining his teeps and a left hook straight right combination as a setup for his takedown. He, he, I think he tired himself out, but he didn't. When he when he dove for these single legs, out of nowhere, that dude just dives on your legs. He just launches, man. He just launches at him. And the offensive grappling. I mean, that is a showcase for offensive grappling. I am mm -hmm. I'm with the people that defensive grappling or just laying on top of someone, which we saw in two fights. We'll get to to the second one later, uh, and absolutely not being able to create any offense that is that is tiring and mind-numbing but uh, both of these guys actually Ferreira too they showed us that you can 
be offensive with your grappling, um, threatening with submissions, never tire, constant pressure from both of these guys. So highly, highly recommend to save this fight. I even go so far as to say you have to be offensive like that because you need to interrupt and get and and win that round and in order to win that round you have to be offensive they but, don't score on defense no but you, you saw it in two fights this evening and i think we see it more often than we'd like to and that's why there's this this wrestling hate and stand them up um crowds come from that yeah of course mm-hmm. if if you're not if you do not know what is going on in defensive wrestling it's not attractive to look at and mm-hmm. if you see a, a fight like waterson against rodriguez which where watson is like really not I mean, not creating that much offense for for three or four minutes of control. Um, Gillespie showed you that it it is possible. Ferreira too. So incredible fight. Gillespie uh, got paid. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Because of the, oh boy. Because of the weight miss. I know. You know, it's a it's a it's a world in a financial bubble, and a hundred grand probably isn't that much. But at the same time, a hundred grand will cover a lot of fishing trips, and this got. A uh, fight of the night, which means Gillespie got Ferreira's 50k because Ferreira missed weight. So Gillespie walked away with a 100k bonus for this fight. Yeah, good, good on him. It's not enough mm-hmm. for 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 a performance like this. And I'd I, I'd also say that watch out for Gregory Gillespie. I think that dude needs a a top 10 opponent. That's what he actually wanted after, and and he told us much. Just give me a top 10 guy, and I think he's ready for it. And I think. Uh, watch out for this guy. He will. I think he will never be in a boring fight. I don't think so. I, I think he. I think he. I think it's always going to be that exciting, and he either's going to get finished or it's, he's going to go out there and make it this exciting a grappling match. So yeah, um, it was. He did get wobbled, <clears throat> and yeah, so I, I do wonder about you know the shots he can take as he fights better and better people as he moves up. But that's all right. I mean, that dude fifty-five is the most exciting division there is. Diego, sure. I mean, Diego missed weight by five pounds, but I think he was 20 pounds heavier than Gillespie. Maybe not 20, but like... He was noticeably large. I'd say I'd say he had he had five to ten kilos on... Mm. I don't know what, what those are, but I maybe Maybe that. 10 to 20 pounds. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was an awesome fight. I, I really, really loved it. Yeah, it was great. It, 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 it was also a turning point in the card for me. It was kind of a, a lackluster for me. There were things happening, but it was—it was like there was—it was one of those things. Like we're in the prelims. Don't know how much I care about any of these fights, but some of them are fun. I'll watch, and mm. then you get to something like that with Gregor, and you're just like fired the fuck up for the rest of the. Card. An MMA as MMA fight for for true connoisseurs of the, yeah, of the sport. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. No, and that that was that was perfect. A, followed by a truly awful heavyweight fight that I immediately just like walked away from. What this heavyweight fight? I mean, look, <laughs> look, there, there, there was. A, let's let's go to that heavyweight fight for for just. Do a, we? Yeah, for a short <laughs> second, we have to. Um, okay. Look, <laughs> I mean, a heavyweight fight going three rounds is some of the worst <laughs> things that can happen to you in your life. Most like ninety nine percent of the time, it, it's it's just like that. If if you see a decision in a heavyweight fight, I mean, maybe better not watch it. But I think um, what should have happened in that fight is that the ref should have stood them up. And I'm not I'm not a guy to 
advocate for for early stand-ups or for for stand-ups maybe at all but this fight truly truly needed to to be stood up more because that was that was mind-numbing <laughs> too yeah yeah it was I, I seem to recall some some shenanigans at the end of the first round that were sort of funny, like a strike thrown as the bell. Yeah, one uh, strike. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we had one. Yeah, because that's the one moment the bell is ringing and and you're throwing a strike because the guard is almost you're you've got the space. Like, look, on. look, it's it's like this. Marcos Rogerio de Lima hit three takedowns. And he had had control of the fight for 14 minutes and six seconds. Wow. And it was all top control. Nothing, nothing else. No more. I mean, they were, (laughs) the stats have it like 14 out of 26 significant strikes for, for Rogelio de Lima. And for Maurice Green, it was five out of eight significant strikes. So that tells you to stay clear of that fight as as soon as you can. But if you have control for 14 minutes and don't do anything with it, that's the same we talked about before. Um, Don't do you don't do anything with your grappling. You just just have to stand them up. It's it's not it's not a good thing to see. Mm-hmm. There was a, there, I mean, the, the, the scorecards were actually correct too. I think Chris Lee gave it 30-27. But the other two guys, um, Camicho and Weeks, gave it 30-26. So two 10-8 rounds. Oof. And I think Maurice Green wasn't even um, hurt. Mm-hmm. So yep. that tells you everything. So let's move on. Yep. <laughs> if, if a heavyweight fight goes to the distance and has two 10-8 cards in it, it's a, it's a mind-boggling snooze fest. I came back to the TV because friend of the show... Uh, my claim to fame. I shook his hand. Neil Magny yes. was fighting Jeff Neal. The Battle of the Neals. And the Battle of the Neals. And uh, Jeff Neal starts off with a bang, but Neil Magny shows his jab, and jabs win fights mm-hmm. occasionally, like this, because of the interrupt. Again, we're talking about Michelle using the oblique kick to interrupt. Magny successfully used the jab to interrupt. And uh, I, I just always happy to see Neil as an underdog because it means I immediately want to pick him um, mm. if he's not against the top 10 guy to uh, to win. I don't know what Jeff Neal was actually ranked, but I knew Mag- I, I just looked at Magny coming in. I was like, oh yeah, Magny's going to win this fight. He's going to get a decision. That was, yeah. an o- that was an okay fight. It's, it's a good implementation of the jab. Um, Magny even had two takedowns in there, I think. Um, but Jeff Neal controlled more. So, I mean, look, I wouldn't recommend watch th- watching this fight. It's oh, not, no, I it's just, not something I, to... I'm a Magni fan. Uh, you have to be. He is your claim to, to fame. He's my, he's my picture on our website. I have yeah, to be so. a Magni fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, the, I think we jumped over one fight, um, which we have to maybe oh. delve a bit deeper into. Which one? The, gu- the, the Iron Turtle with a massive staph infection on his chest? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> what did I miss? A guy that was... Let's say his record isn't that good. Let's <laughs> Wait, say... did the guy... Did he crash a car earlier this week before the fight? I mean, did he? I think he did. did do we talk about the same guy? Do, do we talk about... <laughs> 
I mean, it, it, do, you, do we talk about the BMF ranch owner, cowboy, yes. dad boy, Cerrone? Yes, we do. Yeah, I, I feel like I read it, but I couldn't find concrete evidence that he was in a car race and flipped a car earlier this week before fi- at like during <laughs> or right before fight week. Look, we all have some sentimental feelings about Donald Cerrone because he, in in his early, in the earlier days of the UFC, like. Talk about from 2013 to like, yeah, maybe 2016, that dude was KOing and TKOing fools left and right. And he was very, very entertaining to watch. But then with some guys, it's like this. You just judge them on their last performance. And you think if they were bad, they have always been bad. For, For some mysterious reason, we don't do that with Cowboy Cerrone. He is like, look, uh, we, we we read through the stats before we started the show. Cerrone is like, in his last six, 14 fights, he has lost 10. And in his last six, <laughs> he has lost six. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so that dude, and he was getting, actually, he, he was stopped in every fight. He was stopped by Ferguson, by Gaethje, by McGregor, by Pettis, and now by Morono. He was like, yeah, uh, this is... This is the one that 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 you're like, oh, now yeah, it's go- now it's now it's over. Yeah. yeah, this isn't just him getting stopped by the best strikers no. in the division or the best fighters in the division. This because is, no, this no is hate for Morono. He he that. he clipped the dude, but Morono. I mean, that dude is not just a technician. Head hunting, head hunting the entire fight. He seems to have a bit of power, but I, I, I'm not sure that technique, it, it's not the technique that stops the other guy. It's not fight IQ that stops the other guy. It's not some sort of ring generalship. It's just it, he can stop dudes like Jeroni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. every fighter that has a, a, <laughs> a fight IQ or something resembling a fighter spirit, Morono will not be able to stop. Yeah, he stopped. He stopped I, Cowboy, and now, I mean, oh my God! There is some discussion of a lack of head movement on the broadcast, no, I think, no. and and I I was like, well, maybe the lack of head movement is just a ploy to keep you from turning him off with a liver kick. But <laughs> like, it's it's like, but it doesn't work anymore either because no. the head is also vulnerable to being stopped. So. I think yeah, I think Cowboy that, is that's a fight that happened. You can watch it yeah. if you like watching Cowboy get stopped. Some people w- might be enjoying that because Cowboy's he's not a particularly nice person. I'm, I'd say. Hey, listen, <laughs> I might I might enjoy that. I'm Look, here for it. He's 38 now. Um, Jesus, he has really. Yeah, he has. Let me check. He's got he, to stop, man. 54 matches. That's. That's old for that division. Yeah, and Real he old like he's division. getting TKO direct on the regular. So yeah, he fights a lot. So I mean, yeah, he said after the fight, he said that he wants to um, go out on his own terms, and this wasn't his terms, and he'll be back. But I mean, I think that is that is a dude that seriously needs to consider what he's doing because it's not it's not like he's he's getting submitted or he's getting decisioned and he looks like he has something left he just hasn't and he hasn't had for the last 6 fights it's not it's not a it's not okay his last 6 fights um it's 2019 june um 
I mean, it's not that long, but he was getting, t- in these two years, he was getting TKO'd four times. TKO yeah. punches, TKO punches, TKO head kick and punches, TKO doctor stoppage. The, the doctor stoppage to Tony Ferguson in that was the nose, of 2019, that was the eyeball that it expanded to yeah. the size of a softball. Yeah, he, he broke his nose so and, and he blew it. So... <laughs> yeah, he took a lot of damage in the end of that round and then did that, and he did not start the next round. And that's good because Tony was teeing off. Any of Tony. Yeah, so yeah, please, Mr. Cerrone. I think, I think you need to consider to go to BKFC. No, let's <laughs> go to... Let's go to to quintet or submission underground or something. Why not strike? Yeah, uh, Gironi is actually a very good grappler, but he doesn't. He, is. he just doesn't yep. show it anymore. So, yep. any other fights you need to go into detail? No. <laughs> <laughs> what What would be your your no. fight of tonight? Uh, you, uh, yeah, please. Uh, 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 there were some some fun. There was some fun earlier in the in the in the card as well there was a anaconda choke yes there was a, a massive staff infection and there was a uh, <laughs> harris there was a, a small dacos fought uh phil hawes and that that actually was kind of entertaining even yeah. though it was bad fight iq yeah but decent um, fight but decent fight so it it was a it was a a card that delivered in surprising ways because i was talking mad shit about it all week long and how many fights it was losing. So it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harris, Harris, we, we can go into that one. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend to watch that too. That was a, a, a nice Anaconda joke. He was hurting him yeah. with strikes. That's why he was able to to finish him with, with it, I think. Um, he slid off or he was sliding off the side of that dude um, to get into the Anaconda. So that was a, that, that I liked. Yep. It was nice to see. So yeah, look, takeaways for this for this card. Um, submission of the night was Harris. I think he was the only submission, which is a bit sad. I think we're not getting enough submissions. Fight of the night, of course, was Gillespie versus Ferreira. Thanks, uh, Ferreira. Actually, Gillespie was sa- saying that he was he, he's his wish is to hike tomorrow. So He'll, he's probably hiking. I hope I think so. so. Um, of course, the best of the event is Gillespie. All around performance, also Ferreira. Um, I have some <laughs> some worst things. The heavyweight fight that went to distance. We we went into that one. We missed out on uh, Amanda Hibas versus Angela Hill. Yeah, Hibas yep. got the Rona. We missed out on Ben Rothwell versus Philip Linz. Linz got so sick. <laughs> we missed out again. Um, Ryan Benoit against Saruk Adashev. Uh, Benoit was ba- uh, basically dying on the scales. Uh I mean, he, he was stumbling around. And then we lost Sandhagen against Dillashaw. So not bad for for losing these, this many fights. But yeah. Stand the heavyweights up. Oh, I have something. I have something. <laughs> my fellow, my fellow, my good friend from the British Isles, Mark Goddard. I think he slept on the stoppage in the Harris versus Aguilera fight. I think that stoppage oh, is late. Yeah. That, that stoppage is late. Yeah, yeah, that dude was out for a while. He was stra- he was he was shaking his arm and touching his arm over and over again. And I mean, come on, Goddard, don't don't yeah, stand he, there and and tell us how good of a ref you are. But damn it, you're able to do that. 
like if he's there's nothing out, you can just stop it. Yeah, and, and and he was looking straight into the face of Aguilera, and just I was looking straight into the face of Aguilera, and I saw that this dude was out for a bit too long, just like that. Story of the night is <laughs> fights happened. <laughs> Our good friend Steve, um, which we talk on the regular on the forums. And um, when I asked him, why is this card? He said, it's contractual obligations. And I think he's right. That's yeah, true. Very true. Um, story of the night is, the, is Diego Ferreira missing the weight and missing 50K. And uh, Gillespie is a problem. Um, Cowboy is getting destroyed. So that was UFC fight night. Anything else to add? Jawbone protrusion. Oh, yeah, jawbone protrusion. I, I'm, I'm going to write that down. Um, yeah, what we do? Let's let's go. Let's go to. Um, there were other events this weekend or or the last week, and we have to go into the PFL. Yeah. Okay. PFL three happened. Give, give us give us some give us some of I'm the PFL of goodness. <laughs> um. Jeez. Okay. Uh, I need to just call it out one last time. The ghost cam thing has got to stop, guys. No! It's no, it's not a ghost cam. It's a camera lens that's close to the cage. So Dude, it's, it's a, a ghost cam! It's a ghost cam. <laughs> um, this guy tearing if, down if our Kayla, walls of illusion. Kayla Harrison... You are if, sorry. I have to stop you. You are the guy that right. is sitting in a, in a, in David Copperfield's magic show and tells everyone about the tricks he's doing and no, spoiling the not. fun I of love everyone. That shit. <laughs> I went to a magician once. It was hilarious. I love it. I would never ruin it for a child. I am. A child. <laughs> you are ruining the ghost cam for all of us children. I'm sorry. It's great. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's go into the PFL. Honorable mention to Neil Magny slamming his head, the back of his head into a camera at UFC. Yes, um, um, of course. Uh, can we, do you want to just talk about uh, the uh, phantom tap, the ghost yes. tap? Uh, did the ghost cam capture the ghost tap? Listen, it's called a Brazilian tap. <laughs> but it, it was, it, okay. it was a, a heavyweight Why fight of, of Diego Ferreira <laughs> against Fabricio Verdum. I am a huge Verdum uh, fan. Hennen, Hennen, Hennen sorry, Ferreira. sorry, Hennen Ferreira. It's all the, I mean, oh my God. Sorry, Hennen Ferreira against Verdum. It was a very, very good fight. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. So Verdum is getting into that submission. It was some sort of a triangle setup, which was which was not that deep, but it, it, it went deeper and deeper and deeper. And yeah, I mean, what is your take? Was it a tap or not? Oh, it was a tap. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it was tap. Now it is now, a. I guess so. So this is this is like this is like my my Luke gossip boys segment thing too. Is like we're getting into this like we're getting into this realm of like some really blatant cheating every single week, and I can't tell if it's like me seeing it for the first time every single week or if it's really just that much more blatant. But we had. We had soccer dives from Rug Rug and and the uh, and the uh, uh, the lady whose name I can't remember, and then we had just gratuitous fence grabs from Jacoby, and now we've got uh, ghost taps on the ghost cam in PFL, and the, I'm just like, man, the lady you're what? referring to like, is is Luana Pineiro. Yes, and 
And now Henan Ferreira has a win and six points in the standings, in the PFL standings for this season of PFL. And Fabricio is, uh, he, he ghost tapped Fabricio, let go of the choke a little bit. And Ferreira just started clubbing him with a right hand from, from, uh, from inside that sub and Fabricio goes out and they stop it. Now he's going to contest it. What happens to the standings? Do we need to uh, put in a request for comment to the PFL? <laughs> Look, I mean, some people call it cheating. Other call it veteran moves. Um, some people say well, that is not, that is exactly not, the reason. It's not cheating, right? Nope. Because he didn't. The ref didn't stop the fight. Yeah, so he you, couldn't so... see it. I mean, the ref the ref is not to blame here. I think because it's it was really behind the back of of Verdum mm-hmm. where this. Two and a half, or one and a half taps on the shoulder of of Verdum happened. I mean, look, some people say that's the reason why only the ref stops the fight, and you don't you don't stop it. We had we had seen some semi walk off KOs of um, who was it? Some dude just walk off wanted to do the walk off KO, but he he wasn't able to do it because the ref didn't stop the fight, and the other guy was just laying there. But I'm I'm digressing. It's <sighs> Look. Oh, how about how about the last time Rebus did fight when she got walk off? Of course, it, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Stop it, thanks, Herb. <laughs> look, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a good look, but it's not it's not it's not cheating. It's just you know, it's just not. Very but if I if right. I am Verdum and I am the best heavyweight grappler there is alive. I'm I'm hating myself a bit for for letting that go. Yeah, I don't think for Doom ever stops putting the squeeze on someone until the ref stops it ever again. So I I don't uh, think so. And he, I think he should. But he's he, not gonna. He should just he should just put guys out anyway if the ref's not gonna stop it, right? I mean, it's not gonna. You're not gonna hurt someone permanently with a triangle, are you? No, I mean they're just gonna go to sleepies. Yeah, you go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Look, that was that was an, a very entertaining fight and an entertaining end. And we had another very very good fight on there. A bit of bit more expected. Kayla Harrison's dominance continues. Yeah, the only thing I wonder about Kayla Harrison is how she stacks up with uh, Chris Cyborg or Amanda Nunes. Nah, I, yeah. Oh, we're, Aman- we're. I'm talking about at 155. Yeah. So I so I wonder. Just how how much of a brick house is Nunes if she goes to one? <laughs> I for for me personally, I think I'd I'd prefer to see to see her against Nunes. I don't know what what is left for her in the PFL. I was hopeful when uh, she a million, a million bucks a million bucks is yeah, left for her in the PFL, and that ain't bad. It's for the glory. <laughs> we didn't mention this PFL three event. This was the. He- men's heavyweights and women's lightweights we're talking about the two things that happened that maybe matter to us and matter to mma as a whole because there's a whole lot of stuff on this card that happened that i don't remember or really care about look i mean it's just Capilotza. heavyweights and women's lightweights there's a million bucks on the line it's not a fight it's a season okay it's true look Capilotza, he, he basically decapitated antedelia that was it. That was an awesome yeah. fight to see. A, a very nice highlight. It was a bit of a surprise. And we had um, Larissa Pacheco um, yeah. defeating 
Julia Beitsch, um, the, mm-hmm. the corner actually threw the towel. And just, just as a small advice or a small blurb, towel throws are actually very dangerous because maybe the ref doesn't see it. Maybe it distracts the ref and he doesn't see your fighter getting <laughs> pounded into paste. So if you want to, this fight to, to be stopped, uh, you, yeah. There's a lot of criticism of this women's lightweight. Uh, they got a lot of women who don't fight at lightweight into lightweight. Um, they fight at 125, 135. I think Julia Pacic's uh, fight has fought at 125, yeah. 135, Correct. 145. So are we seeing the best? That, no, but you know we'll get Pacheco and Harrison in a final maybe. Look, it's... Right? I, I strongly recommend to, to the listeners to to watch the PFL. I'll I'll do a I'll put a link in the show notes where it's it's just five minutes of highlights of PFL three and you see all the things we talked about. I mean that is that is worthwhile MMA to watch. Oh wait, I had that wrong. I think I think Harrison's opponent had fought at all those weight classes. Pacheco's opponent had fought at insane weight classes 170 163 165 so she was actually cutting weight to get down to 155 <laughs> but i i should she looks yeah she looks like a strong woman in her topology photo i do wonder the only thing i do wonder about is some of these some of these women are are 3111 mm. julia pacic is now 31 how do you get the commission to even sanction this fight when it's fourteen and when it's thirteen and four, Larissa Pacheco versus Julia Pacic at three and zero. Oh. I think they just don't have the. I mean, they don't have a chance otherwise to compete because there is so there's just not enough fighters, female fighters. Not, certainly think. not enough. Certainly not enough fighters at one hundred and sixty-five pounds for Ju- Julia to go and fight that, that, that. where she's fighting <laughs> that's crazy i had no idea i hadn't looked at that before yeah, oh this is this might be the woman that fought the bouncer in germany could be did you see that nope i was sent a youtube video this week of i believe julia Hodzic fighting a bouncer doorman guy in a cage in germany oh you're ass. right sam maybe it maybe we'll her. put we put that um that video in the show notes too, if you can refer. We're all it. we're all about the love of MMA here at here at MMA. <laughs> we, we love it when women and men fight, and no, we don't. But still, you know, when you're sent a video, you got to click on it, and then you find out that that's that's her claim to fame. Indeed, so, that happened. Indeed. Should we talk? Should we talk about Bellator, or did you have any any more thoughts on this? <sighs> yeah, no. Let's let's go to Bellator quickly because we have to. <laughs> Let's start with Bellator happened <laughs> happened too, and we saw we saw I think two two interesting brothers fought on on Bellator. It was a, it was the the younger and better Pettis, and it was no, the come on the younger and heavier Usman. How? No, that was a, Usman was on PFL. Was he on PFL? Oh my god! Yes, I'm getting this is the this is the Pitbull brother you're thinking of on Bellator. No, no, no. Are you sure? Oh, yeah, you're right. Brandon said, we'll have to go. On PFL, there was Mohamed Usman, the the brother of of, um, UFC champion Kamaru Usman. He actually got rear naked choked by Brandon Sales. So it's not genes, you know? It's not like if you're the brother of someone, if you grew up in the same country or whatever you think makes you good. No. 
No. I didn't see Whitman there, but I didn't look very closely either. We nope, had, had he wasn't. Whitman he only was trains not. three guys. Uh, yep. Yep. So, sorry, Usman. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Usman brother. I yeah, tried to sorry. skip it so you couldn't get to it. But. Bellator, 258. <laughs> Sergio Pettis. Why, why were you laughing when I said that Sergio is the better Pettis? Sergio is the better Pettis now. Yes. He wasn't always. He was fighting at 125. He was looking lackluster. He I was think he's like only, a shadow of his brother. He's only 27, so he has a long way to go. He's he's the younger, he's the younger and smaller and weighing less brother, and he has is now Bellator champion. Yeah, he, he beat Juan Arculeta. Arculeta, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, it just decisioned him. It it was a good fight. But um, it's it was not a a must watch fight, I'd say. Uh, what was must watch on this card? Rumble. <laughs> Rumble made weight, man. Rumble made weight, my, and I my think... life is kind of in shambles. I really <laughs> wanted him to miss weight, coming at like two hundred eight or something. Rumble looked awesome. I mean, that dude. He looked like, ripped. That dude was training. And taking his, he was eating right. He was doing all the right things, and he looked good. I, I think Rumble is still a must-watch fighter, even even after so many years of competing. I think he will face Nemkov now. Is that right? Rumble has, mm, I believe you're right. Rumble has surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, me too. Uh, he came in, came in in shape, on weight, faced adversity, and didn't quit. Mm-hmm. We have to everything put... about everything that I expected to see Anthony Johnson uh, do, so I could just laugh with mirth, he didn't do. We have to then, put it put a disclaimer then, in there that that his his opponent Jose Augusto was a a late notice replacement, but still, I mean, did but didn't look too bad. Nope. I mean, was competitive. You know, I thought uh, it's and then and then got as as of it and then got Augusto out of there. Yeah. In the True. second round, with the with with a with a uh, a a strike, actually a real nice, uh, I think, right. Yeah, it, it, um, I mean, and it, it was after four years. Um, last time, last time a rumble competed was four years ago. After a career of having a good first round and then fading, mm-hmm. of facing adversity and then quitting. And I, I, re, I remember, I think, I think to the point that like, I was just so ready for Augusto to weather a few, weather a few strikes and end up in a clincher on the ground and just be able to climb on top of AJ and, and, and do whatever he wanted because AJ just, just hates it there, hates it, but it didn't happen this time. No. He didn't quit. Yeah. So can we say that this Bellator was one of the better Bellators? I can't say anything bad about this Bellator. Queely, Thank oh, you, uh, one uh, uh, fellow fellow European, Peter Queely, um, lift up to... <laughs> I the... believe he trains with the best coach in MMA. Of course. Uh, can we talk... Ab- can I quote the doctor? You can. <laughs> Peter Queely cut uh, Patricky Pitbull. I can't remember. I believe it was a, a really a really well-placed elbow towards the end of the second yeah, round. Yeah, top of I the head. I can't remember exactly... Yeah, I, oh yeah, I think he was, 
I think Pitbull, I think Patricky was on top and Queely, Queely kind of just ripped an elbow into the top of his head. And uh, the, the doctor comes in to check the cut after the one minute corner break and waves it off. And Patricky Pitbull is just, just, what? Why? And the doctor looks at him and holds up this towel with blood on. He says, you're bleeding. Look. <laughs> Look, Corey, Corey Anderson um, tweeted, I have the tweet in front of me. He said, they had to fill the cut with a whole pack of gauze. It was that bad. It was a bad cut. It was a bad cut. But it was a, but it was a funny reaction. <laughs> of of the course. Doc, the doctor said. We have another... What do you mean? Yeah, we have another... Um, Injury that, um, let's say, a doctorish stoppage, a ghoulish, yeah. Um, Derek Anderson, the, the nose of Derek Anderson. Can you can you find a word to describe how this nose looked after he it broke? I was gonna say mashed, like smushed. It was like there was a piece missing in in the middle. There was like just the straight. It was, pushed, it was like pushed in. Straight, straight, the straight nose, like pretty normal. You follow the line, the ridge line of the nose, and then it's just suddenly it it just it's it's not no no more nose. And then you, you <laughs> and then you look a bit further, and then ah, oh, there is the nose again. I mean, <laughs> yeah, quite yeah. quite ghoulish, quite quite entertaining as well. Yeah, good job, Michael Page. Very up, well bud. done. Very well done. Anything so, else? No. Anything but, else? On- no, no. PFL was got, good. Uh, Bellator was good. Do you got, have anything? I got nothing bad to say. For <laughs> I got nothing bad to say about Bellator. I, I enjoy it. I'm entertained by it, and I watch it every time it's on. The only thing I don't <laughs> like about Bellator is that it's on a, a Showtime or whatever. Oh, we it's actually annoying. we forgot that they uh, they put uh, they put another guy in front of Michael Venom Page. Um, yeah. What already? Or I think no. no, no. I think, but I I'm, I'm missing it. I think. No, that was Anderson that was in front of Page. Uh, he he wanted his, to, yeah, yeah, but nose. he wanted to. Did, didn't he call out the the one hundred and seventy pound champ or something like that? And they said, yeah, that's. I feel like he said something about wanting the loss back. Ah. Like he, he wants Lima, and I'm okay with that too. Like if if you're, I, I don't know why this was at this was at one seventy five and not one seventy. But Catch if you want to yeah. try to get the loss back at one seventy, sure. Why not? Why not? I don't know what Lima's up to, but I mean, it's okay. Yeah, so very, very, actually, with Bellator, with PFL, and Ah, I know what Lima's up to. What what, what is he up to? He's up to uh, he's up to a fight with Yaroslav Amosov at uh, Bellator 260 in uh, June. So he'll do this, and if he wins that, I presume they do the MVP fight. So if if they actually. I mean, between the three or four events we watched, which one was the best for you? Uh, UFC. Choose one. I, I UFC. Cho- I chose the yeah. PFL. I, I, cho- I choose UFC was the best because, because Gregor, and I'm in love. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, if, if you watch, watch some of the fights we discussed, I think you'll have a good time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, watch, watch the Gregor fight twice. Of course, uh, yeah, but please rewatch the Gregor fight. I mean, that that is some that is some MMA there. Yeah, um, we got fights this week. Listen, I have we have to go into your favorite segment. Okay. 
There is no life I know to compare with pure imagination. I'll just hit you with three names. Okay. Two of them we actually went into a bit. So Kayla Harrison, you said you said cyborg. Kayla has to win a million bucks. Yes. And they should do like super special fight where they get Cyborg over from Bellator and they fight at 155 for the PFL belt. And if they and if she wins, she gets to take it to Bellator with her. Give me a realistic outlook for Donald Gerone. I I He will get as many fights as he wants for as long as he wants. They fucked up because Diego would have actually would have been the best fight. And we'll go into Diego and why the Diego fight didn't happen. But yeah. Yeah. It's a kind of a bummer that that fight doesn't exist for him anymore. But at the same time, I don't want to see him in any fights anymore. No. So I don't know. I don't know what's realistic. Realistically, they will give him as many fights as he wants in the UFC until he decides he doesn't need money anymore, and he will never decide he doesn't need money anymore because motorsports are expensive. <laughs> so that's just and that's just the deal, man. Like motorsports are really expensive. So any idea? I mean, they will give him a fight next. So. Does he return? Does he go to? Is he is he a welterweight now? Is he a lightweight? What does he do? I don't. I don't like. He cares about getting the fight. I don't believe him when he says he cares about anything besides getting a fight and getting paid to fight. I don't believe he's in it for a title. I don't believe he's in it for a certain guy. But. So, is he in it for the love of the game? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I, have, I have a last name for you. Well, we, we went into him a, a bit too, of course, but Gregor Gillespie, who does, he, who does he fight next? I feel like there was noise made about Islam Makachev already. Mm -hmm. I, I fear I that is... I, I also don't mind if they don't do that and maybe... Give him Kevin Lee again. I don't think they will do that. No, give him, give him Paul Felder. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I'm looking at the UFC rankings, and they have yeah. Gregor at 14 and Felder at 10. Mm -hmm. Give him Paul Felder. He's a top 10 guy, and then everyone else in that division is a goddamn killer at above 10. So you see if he can beat Felder, and if he does, like I think he does, I think so too. Yes, yeah. then he gets to fight any of these guys above him. Yeah, but Neil is about to fight. Uh, and Tony is about to fight, and Ch all these guys are about to fight. So that's a great one to make because that gives them something to look forward to. Whoever's coming down, going up, doesn't matter. Keep Gregor fighting. I worry Gregor is another one of those guys that now he's got a hundred grand, so he's just going to go fishing for like a year. <laughs> there, there is some you fights that, that could be made. That it's it's Benil Darius. You mentioned him. It's Makachev and it's Hooker. I think I think one of these three, or even even Dos Anjos. Might be, might be yep. a good, a good thing, a good test. Yeah, Dos Anjos. Actually, I, I'd, I'd go for Dos Anjos. Felder, Felder, yeah, Felder is not booked. Felder mm. hasn't fought <clears throat> since last November, um, when he lost to Dos Anjos. So uh, that wouldn't bother me. Although he's coming off a loss, I, it, it, we'll see. We'll see how often Gregor wants to fight. Mm. So that is the the lookout now for our last five minutes together. Oh my gosh, we have to do gossip. 
And there is basically just one thing that we have to go into. The, the Diego Sanchez, Joshua Fabia saga continues, continues. on. We actually yep. we saw the Diego was supposed to be the the opponent of of Donald Cerrone, but he fell out of the fight. Do you want to care to explain why? Fabia requested all of Diego's medical records from the UFC, and the UFC promptly released Diego. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. It's too funny. Ah, uh, that's why Diego fell out. It was released. Cancelled the fight. I mean, the, the, look, <laughs> where do you even start with Diego Sanchez? I mean, look, that that guy was always out there. Let's let's say it like that. That dude is not a a run of the mill dude. He's like he's very he's a special guy. Let's say it like that. And he always was. So don't be surprised that he's acting up now. But now he was. He's he's like combined or under the spell or in together with with Joshua Fabia the madness took another level i think <laughs> and these two these two together i mean that's from an outside view it, i mean it, it's a lot of fun to watch it's it's the circus to follow around at the minute i think it's you don't even need to follow it around because they're filming it all themselves <laughs> yeah no you know who is filming it uh I, I heard it. Uh, we were watching. We, we were sort of. We were sort of live reacting to each other. The uh, uh, Fabia confrontation with the broadcast team at some event, and I, Paul Felder, asking Fabia, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> but then I heard a voice from behind the camera, and it was Stefan Bonner's voice. I knew it yes. immediately. Stefan Bonner, which also. I mean, that dude wasn't as out there as Diego was, but he sure had a rough patch in his last few years. Um, certainly not healthy. And hes he actually joined Diego for his last fight as a trainer, and now I think he's also under Joshua Fabia's spell. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, do, do you want to... Look, the best thing this week was actually training footage that emerged right so yeah care to explain because i i I can't because by the time i woke up and had time at the computer i clicked the link and this video has been deleted by the uploader so (laughs) someone knew that this was a bad look after all mma media started giving them a hard time and deleted it now whether that's fabia or stefan or diego i don't know but that 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 training footage was consisting of Diego hanging upside down and getting punched in the head or something like that. You'll have to describe it to <laughs> us because you were awake when it came out, I think. Look, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there was training footage. Actually, several things about it. Yeah, Diego was like like a bat or like Batman. He was hanging upside down. I think he was um, he was bound on his legs and he was hanging up, upside down and um, he had to... He had some sort of a, a praying pose and he tried to, I think he was also closing his eyes and then Joshua Fabia started slapping him in the head and Diego was moving left and right, maybe to, I don't know, to sharpen his senses where these punches might come from. But then he, uh, Joshua Fabia actually started hitting him with fists in the head too. <laughs> and then he threw, actually, he threw a decent roundhouse kick to his head. <laughs> so... 
Look, I mean, decent roundhouse. Yeah, it was no no joke at all. That that roundhouse kick Joshua Fabia threw that was a decent roundhouse kick. I can't hate on it. It's it's a good it's a good roundhouse kick. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So look, if you're requesting, if you are requesting um, your training footage. And your your medical record, sorry, your your medical records from the UFC because you think um, you are hurt, and then uh, training footage like this emerges doesn't help your case. It doesn't help. No, your case. no, this is yeah, this is the uh, so this is this is this is their best idea is uh, is doing stuff like this. It's the best they can come up with is is not only doing this as training footage, but then thinking. The world should see this. Uh, yeah, that's and releasing it to YouTube, and that—that's the best. That's their best idea. <laughs> the... They don't. They're not going to do great going forward. Diego Sanchez really was on it. I hope a... everybody stays away from Diego. It sounds like Bellator is not interested in in uh, signing Diego. I hope everybody is not interested in signing Diego, except maybe zero G MMA fights, because that sounds like a reality show. So maybe we can have him do that. Look, I mean, yeah, we're, we're we're making fun of that of the situation. It's not all fun, I think, because yeah, it's you seem to be entertained. I find it. I don't like it much, to be honest. I like, am it, entertained, and I'm I'm a bit ashamed that I'm entertained. So it's it's tough. It's tough for me to see because this is, in my opinion, somebody who 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 is just unable to make good choices and is partnered with someone else who is able to make very bad choices consistently Mm. um and that's yeah that's rough for me to see but i mean you're talking to a guy who has made pretty bad choices in the past too so like it's it there's a part of me that's like oh i wish he could just get help and not do this you know yeah it's it but just i'll put the link in the show notes see for yourself be entertained but be aware that we're talking humans here so but don't, I don't yeah. want to end the, the podcast on a sad note. Um, it's part of the game, and we all know it. And uh, most of the guys entering into the into the sport know it as well. That is part of part of it: the, the the shenanigans, the craziness, and some good fights. Luke, yeah. I can give you something. I can give you something to love to end the show with. Please, I want to. I want to. I, I've been meaning to for weeks. Shout out our buddy. Jay Bones for sending me a link to a fight pass uh, fight between Nick Diaz and I think the guy's name was Scott Smith Mm -hmm. and it was somehow uploaded with no commentary and one camera feed so it's just a single camera and you can hear all the shit that Nick is talking to his opponent (laughs) as the fight goes on it's and it's just the single camera feed so from the walkout all the way through to the end of the fight, it is just this one camera, like a, like a shaky cam, walking around, following Nick, following the action in the cage, following the Nick, following Nick to the corner, running into the cage, running out of the cage. There was no cutaway to other cameras, so it was really cool to see that sort of uh, that sort of raw feed that goes to the truck that then goes to the broadcast with all the other cameras. So I'm gonna Perfect. send you a link. To yes, that. We'll, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes, and we'll end we'll end the show on this high note. That's good. Um, thank you, Jay Bones. Thank you, Jay Bones. Thank you to all the listeners. Tell your friends and your foes 
um, where you, where they can listen to the podcast, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you want to, mma-love.com. Send us your questions, send us fights to watch if you want to, and Luke and I will break it down for you. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. We, we actually hadn't had time to break down next week's card, but we'll we'll do a recap as you're used to. Of course. Have a wonderful week, Luke, and a wonderful you week too. to the listeners too. See you next time. Later. Thank you.